Hello, this is Kendra Von Esch. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power, and pretty much do whatever I want because it's all about me, right? Until God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. I left my executive career to help others deepen their relationship with God and the faith for true acceptance, love, peace, and joy. Here is my reflection for today. Alrighty, people, it's the second week of Lent. How you doing out there? (laughs) I was at the Relevant Radio luncheon yesterday. It was the Feast of St. Joseph. So on feast days such as this, you can do what you want to do. In other words, if you've given up wine, like I did, you can have some. Same as Sundays. I don't know if you knew this, but we celebrate Jesus's resurrection every single Sunday. So during Lent, you can, you know, have that little thing that you've been given up if you so choose. Well, yesterday I had some wine. Oh, and I think it was kind of cheap. No offense, Relevant Radio, because I woke up with a real bad headache this morning. And yesterday when I got home, I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to eat. You know, I typically eat keto, which is a high fat, high protein diet. And I went nuts. I had, you know, bread and French fries plus the wine. I mean, I woke up this morning feeling horrible. Horrible. Had a brutal night's sleep as well. But my other Lent commitment is to spend an hour in adoration or in front of the tabernacle at a church sitting with God. And yesterday, with everything that happened, that didn't happen. And that's the only day that I have actually had that happen to me. I have committed to spend silent time with him because I need it. And I was so busy for the last few months that, you know, my spiritual director and myself sat down and he's like, hey, Kendra, this is all about God. You can't put him in the back seat. You have to keep him, you know, front and center in your life. And then your second responsibility is to spend that time and love with your husband and your stepchildren, and then your ministry. It really spoke to me. And I'm telling you, these two weeks have been extraordinary. I can feel God changing me, healing me, and making me a different person. I'm, I'm, I'm amazed at what's happening so far. And so yesterday I was talking with a guy at the event, and one of his things was trying to stop swearing. And boy, do I know that challenge. (laughs) Those of you who know me know that I was a truck-driving, swearing, F-bomb dropper. And so I don't really do that anymore, and that took some time, but I now am appalled when I slip up, even when I say, like, hell, for example, you know, I really try not to even go there. But he's like, oh, yeah, you know, I blew that in the first day, so that's not going to happen. And all I'm trying to say to all of you was I looked at him and I said, are you kidding me? Like, that's it? You're just going to give up? So you fell off the wagon. Get back on it. Are you kidding me? That's what this life is all about. Yes, 
it's busy, it's stressful, we have a lot of challenges and things are thrown at us all the time. But if you fall off that Lenten wagon, get back on. That is what God wants you to do. It's okay if you fall. We all fall. I just told you yesterday, because of you know the stuff that was going on, I did not spend that hour with God. But I'm doing it today, and adoration is right after Mass this morning, and I'm looking forward to it, to reconnecting. And to show him again even more dedication, I'm going to fast pretty heavy today because I went nuts. <laughs> I went nuts yesterday. And I want to show him, hey, you know what? I'm getting back on, and I'm getting back on big. And what happens in two weeks? This is when people fall off the New Year's resolution wagon. You know, they get all high and mighty, and then they fall off, and they give up. Life is a journey, everybody. You're not going to be perfect ever, ever. So get back on that horse. If you've fallen off that Lenten commitment, start it back up again. That's not how it's supposed to work. Just because you stopped and you screwed up, you, you just end it and say, oh, sorry, I'll, I'll try better next Lent. I mean, come on, that's not what God wants. He just wants us to strive to be better people to love each other, to forgive each other. And when we have those problems doing that, then we need to go to him, surrender ourselves, get some humility, everyone. That's what it's all about. When I realized that I didn't have this life, that my life was God's, that was a pivotal moment for me. Everything changed when I started humbling myself and surrendering to his will, and then getting that true commitment and diligence in my life to sit and listen and be quiet and see people and things and nature and readings and stuff around me to discern what his will is for me. I'm telling you, it's an amazing way to live when you finally give yourself to God And find that silent time with him. So again, I'm not sure what your Lenten, you know, sacrifice is this year, but whatever you do, stick with it and continue to stick with it after Lent. It's this time of the year is supposed to change us. It's supposed to heal us. It's supposed to show Jesus that we want to imitate him and not do the selfish hedonistic, me, me, me stuff, you know? I mean, we need to grow in virtue. And in order to do that, we have to, you know, give a little effort to it and also ask for help when we just feel we can't do it. I hope this has been a little bit of a pep talk and you're going to get right back on that horse if you even stopped for a week or maybe it was the day after Ash Wednesday and you fell and you just said, oh, no, I'm not going to be able to do this one. (laughs) Try it. Get back on. God is going to reward you for those sacrifices. All righty. We're week two into it. Do it and love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. Okay, I'll talk to you next time. May you walk in the light of the Lord, and may peace be with you always. Have a blessed and inspired day.